Max, I'm still a king at 145 Holloway versus Lil Frankie Edgar. Fight prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Hey guys, Fight Junkie here. As usual, before we jump into this next episode, I want to remind you guys, you can hit me up on Twitter at FightJunkie.com. Listen to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, basically anywhere you can find a podcast, I'll be there. You can also subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash fudjunkie2006. Frankie, the answer, Edgar, or little Frankie as I like to call him. 23 wins, 6 losses. Of those 23 wins, 7 by KO, TKO, 4 by sub, 12 by decision. Of his six losses, five via decision, only one time has he been stopped. Max Blessed Holloway, 20 wins, four losses. Of his 20 wins, 10 are KO, TKO, two sub, eight decisions. Of his four losses, one via sub, three via decision. Obviously, Max is coming off a loss to Dustin in his last fight, but that was at 155. So he's moving back down to defend the title. And Frankie is coming off a win versus Cub Swanson. That was their second fight. Holloway opened as a big favorite here. He's minus 370 currently. Edgar plus 310. We'll go, won't go. Five rounds. We'll go plus 140. Won't go minus 180. Fight is a draw 85 to 1. Holloway wins inside minus 165. Edgar wins inside plus 536. Holloway wins by decision, plus 185. Edgar wins by decision, plus 520. So you can see the loss to Dustin didn't hurt Holloway as far as the odds are concerned. The books think this is a good matchup for him. They opened him right around minus 350. A little bit of public money on Max. Not a ton, but a little bit. So it's pretty much right where he opened so if you haven't bet yet and you've been waiting you're pretty much getting the same line um obviously we talked about the 155 loss the max that was his first loss in what seemed like forever it was a really good fight he took a lot of punishment he's got an amazing durability dustin can really punch hard again he moved up to 55 he absorbed everything there were a lot of times there i thought he was done he finished the fight lost But he finished the fight and he's coming back very quickly from that. That fight was in April and it's July and he's coming back. He suffered a big gash on his forehead too. And if you look at any of the training footage, you can see there's a scar there. So I'm not sure if three months was enough for that to heal. That could open up and that could be a factor in the fight because it was bleeding bad. Any cuts on the forehead usually bleed a lot and it was bleeding really bad in the Dustin fight. So if that opens up in the Frankie Edgar fight, you could see his face full of blood once again. Frankie coming off the win over Cub. I mean, meh. You know, I mean, Cub, yeah, he's a veteran. had been around. That was the second fight that Frankie had fought him. He beat him both times. The first time he subbed him in the fifth round. And the second time he beat him via decision in three rounds. So, I mean, we can't make a lot out of that, to be honest with you. I think it's more important to look back at his previous fight to that, which was the Ortega knockout loss in one round. That was kind of shocking because 
Frankie's very durable, has been throughout his career to see him get put down like that, especially against Ortega, who isn't considered a striker. And I think you saw that against Holloway. His striking has improved, but he's not a striker. And you saw that against Max. I mean, Max is the elite level striker, but Frankie has tremendous striking, especially with his footwork and the way he moves in and out and he mixes up his wrestling. And it was non-competitive. I mean, he basically got hit and crumpled. Does that happen? Yes, a fight game, anything can happen. But for durability reasons, you really have to make sure that Frankie is Frankie. He he can't, he, at 37 years old, being undersized for the division, I don't care what anyone says, even at 45, I still consider him undersized. 55 is super undersized. But being undersized for the division and the way that he fights in the in and out style he takes a lot of punishment. He takes it coming in and he takes it going out. That's because he's smaller in stature and his reach is smaller. So even though he has better footwork than most people, and I'm going to include Max Holloway there, he has to come in and he has to get out. And that's the danger zone for Frankie. So when he comes in, they try to time him and hit him. And when he pulls back out, they try to time him and hit him. Because he's in a spot when he pulls out where his arms aren't long enough to hit the to hit the opponent, but the opponent can't hit him. Coming in, he's vulnerable before he gets the, to his opponent where his opponent can hit him and he can't hit his opponent. So that's why you see in a lot of his fights, his face, his durability, it's always put to the test because he gets hit. A lot. This isn't a knock on his defense. It's just a knock on being an undersized fighter. It's just fact. He's undersized. So he has to work super hard, double hard, triple hard to get in position to be effective. Even with his wrestling, he has to get close enough to get close enough. Usually he takes a couple punches on the way in. Then he grabs them and tries to throw them down. Same thing with his in and out style. When he's backing out, they're hitting him as he's backing out. You've seen this throughout his career. It doesn't matter what weight. And generally, it doesn't matter the type of fighter he's facing because most of the time he's undersized. So most of the time his opponent has a height and reach advantage. So I think that's why you see that trend more often than not. He's able to overcome, but he's always facing that adversity. He's always getting busted up. He's always getting hit clean in certain positions. He's just super tough, very talented, and mixes up his striking, his footwork, and his wrestling almost like nobody else. Now, I know a lot of people are bitching about Frankie getting the title shot over other people in the division. He doesn't deserve it. He got knocked out by Brian Ortega, Ortega, and all of that could be true. But when you look at his resume, I mean, he has fought the who's who. I don't think anybody can d dispute the, the quality of opposition that he's faced basically since he's been in the UFC. You've got guys like <clears throat> Jim Miller, Tyson Griffin, Maynard a couple of times, uh, Sean Shirk. Penn a couple of times, Benson Henderson a couple of times, Aldo a couple of times, Faber, of course, Swanson a couple of times, Mendez, Jeremy Stevens, Yari Rodriguez, who he was an uh, underdog against, and he basically dominated that fight, Ortega and now Holloway. I mean, that's a who's who of all the, all the people at the time that were the top or around the top in the division, contenders and whatnot, champions, former champions, and he's fought them all. 23 wins, 6 losses, only been finished, and that was in 2018. That's a long run, man. That's a very good run of proven durability. 
And the reason I keep pointing to that is because that's part of his style. He's got a high work rate, tremendous cardio, and tremendous durability. He's going to need those things in the Max Holloway fight. Even though Holloway was in a very brutal fight at 55 against Dustin. It's two different type of fights. Dustin's a power puncher who's looking to take your head off. Frankie's not that guy. If he wins this fight and you're looking at betting it, it's probably going to have to be five rounds, 25 minutes. And then you're looking at the Frankie wins by decision, which currently sits at plus 520. Opened right around 550, so a little bit of love, but not too much. Now, generally when a guy's plus 300 on a straight line, you don't even look at props, right? How greedy do we want to get? But with Frankie's style and Max's durability and the way they match up and how Frankie's going to have disadvantages in certain areas, if he's win, it's probably going to be difficult. It's probably going to be the same type of Frankie-Edgar fight that you're used to watching where even when he's having success, he's still in a little bit of danger here and there. He's still taking punches. He's still got a swollen eye, a fat lip, a cut here or there. A typical Frankie-Edgar fight is what I'm seeing if Frankie is able to pull off the upset. Of course, as wrestling comes into play, and I think Max has really good takedown defense and he's probably even better at getting up but Frankie is going to continue to push that he's going to continue to jump in and out use his footwork and try to grab a hold of Max Holloway and pull him to the mat even if Matt gets Max gets up Frankie's going to repeat that process over and over again in and out in and out move around lateral push forward he'll mix it up all over the cage and then he's going to try to shoot for takedowns that's what he does he's the most effective when he's able to mix those takedowns in so if max is able to prevent those takedowns or continue to get up and not take a lot of damage on the ground then obviously that's going to benefit him but I do have to say I know most people consider Max a better striker or more of an elite striker but he's got slow feet guys it kind of reminds me of the Diaz brothers in that regard where they just follow foot forward foot forward foot forward very very slow on the feet he's not swift on the feet he's not smooth on the feet Frankie's gonna have a significant advantage with his movement in and out Side to side, lateral, he is going to be faster on the feet than Max Holloway. You might even be able to say that Frankie's hand speed is going to be faster than Max Holloway. But because of Max's height and reach, he's going to be able to time Frankie. So on the Max side, it's going to be about timing. On Frankie's side, it's going to be about speed, that movement, foot and hand speed. It's going to go hand in hand. Foot speed, hand speed, wrestling, takedowns, movement. He's going to try to put Max in positions where he can't time him, where he can't counter him. Because even though I don't consider Max the fastest guy in the feed or the fastest guy with hand speed or the most um, high, the highest fight, you know, in the cage IQ guy, he does have a high pace. He's willing to walk through hell to get it. And he throws a lot of punches. So with a guy like Frankie coming in and out, against a guy who's got the height and reach and throws a lot of punches, the odds are Frankie's going to be taking a lot of punches. Even if he's effective, I still see Frankie taking a lot of punches. Like I said, if he wins this, in my opinion, it's a five-round decision. 
And it's not easy. I don't see it being easy. I don't see it, even if he were to win every single round, five rounds is nothing, I still don't see it being easy in the round. I still see him taking significant shots. It would just be that he's able to implement his game plan better, where he's still getting hit clean, but he's able to grab that leg and throw Max down. Or he's still getting hit clean, but then he's able to offset the rest of Max's offense with his lateral movement, and Max is missing and can't catch him. So he catches him here, he catches him there, but he can't catch him consistently like he does against a stationary target like Jose Aldo, right? People point to, look what he did to Jose Aldo. Listen, that's a totally different fighter than Frankie Edgar. He stood right in front of Max Holloway. Brian Ortega is not a boxer. He's not a striker. Again, he's improved, but you saw he was basically right in front of Max, and he had no answer for the striking, none whatsoever. Even when he tried to move away, he had no defense. He basically just took a beating. Every punch Max threw, it landed. He had no answers. He literally had no answers to the incoming assault that Max was putting on him. So that was just a matter of Ortega being tough to to be able to even last that long. Even guys like Jeremy Stevens, I would say... Cub Swanson, they have movement. Anthony Pettis, they have movement, but it's a different kind of movement than what Frankie does. He's a herky-jerky, in-and-out, all-over-the-place type of guy. He's not an easy person to get a beat on. That's the thing. That's why fighters have success with him when he attacks and when he retreats because when he's uh, dipping and diving and moving around laterally, it's very difficult to time him. So, So what they wait for is they wait for Frankie to attack or they wait for Frankie to retreat off the attack because a lot of times he'll come in and then he'll come right back out. So he'll come in with an attack and if he clinches or he can't get a takedown, he'll push off, he'll break off. And when you break off and you create that space, these fighters have the length on him and they're able to hit him. Then he backs out all the way and that's where they have trouble tracking him down. Because then he's on his back foot and it's not as easy to hit him. You've got to have fleet feet to catch Frankie in a lateral fight. If Frankie's just moving laterally, side to side, all around the octagon, you have to have fleet feet to catch him you can't you cannot have slow diaz holloway type of feet and think you're going to walk frankie edgar down that is not going to happen you can walk forward but you're not going to walk him down but if you're pressing him you know at some point frankie's going to jump in and that's where you get him he's going to jump in because he has to because his reach disadvantage but he's going to jump in almost always because he's looking for the takedown And I think there's enough footage out there that they understand there's two points that you can really get Frankie in or out. And if you can time those correctly, you can hit him clean. Luckily for Frankie, his durability has been top-notch throughout his entire career. And obviously, more often than not, he's been able to overcome those situations where he's getting hit clean and implement his game plan better than the other fighter. The other fighter still has success, just not enough to win the fight. So when you're looking at this fight, I think it's a typical Frankie Edgar fight. The biggest question for me, is Frankie Edgar on the slide? That's the big question here, because I think if it's a traditional Frankie Edgar fight, and Frankie has his cardio, he has his durability, and he still has his skill set, 
then he can give Max Holloway more trouble than what people are giving Frankie Edgar credit for. Max has been wiping the floor with guys at 145 pounds. He does have significant advantages. He should be the favorite in the fight. But that doesn't mean stylistically that a fast lateral fighter with wrestling skills like Frankie Edgar cannot give somebody who, in my opinion, has slower feet, slower hand speed, and is not a wrestler. He does have good takedown defense. He can get up, but he's not a wrestler. That is... That checkbox goes to Frankie Edgar. Hand speed, in my opinion, goes to Frankie Edgar. Foot speed, in my opinion, goes to Frankie Edgar. A lateral movement and movement in general goes to Frankie Edgar. He has advantages as well, but he's 37. He's been in a lot of fights, a lot of wars, taking a lot of damage. If his cardio isn't up to snuff, he's in trouble. If his durability isn't up to snuff, he's in trouble. He has to have those two things. I'm not going to talk about his hand speed and his foot speed or his lateral movement or his ring IQ or any of that being degraded because I haven't seen that. Even the Ortega fight, I haven't seen that. It's more about his durability and his cardio. Those are the two things that I think some people may rightly question to make sure, can he go five rounds? It's been a long time since he went five rounds, since 2016. Will he be able to keep up his usual three-round pace in a five-round war with Max Holloway? And, of course, the durability, seeing that he had never been finished throughout his career. He had taken some brutal, brutal punishment, especially in that Maynard fight, but brutal punishment, and was able to overcome more often than not and even win the fight and then Ortega starches them in one round. Yeah, that's concerning, especially because Frankie's 37. And like I said, a lot of fights, a lot of wars. So if you're looking at Frankie Edgar, those are two things that you have to answer. Get it? The answer. You have to have the answer. You have to be confident that Frankie's cardio is going to hold up in a five-round potential fight where if he wins, I believe it's going to be decision. And that his durability is going to hold up where he's able to fight the typical Frankie Edgar fight. Where he's able to move in and out and take whatever abuse he has to take in that situation to get into position where he can use his advantages. In fact, he even said, you know, for me to do this, I'm willing to walk through hell, fire, brimstone, and I think I'm going to have to. Because that's how Frankie fights. Almost every single one of his fights is that way. Where... Even if he's head and shoulders above the guy, because of those physical disadvantages, it's it's a lot to overcome, man. I mean, height and reach alone, even in boxing, can win people an entire fight just based off height and reach. You've got to have real skills to be able to get past that. That's why everybody loved Tyson, the short heavyweight that was bobbing and weaving his way in against these giants. And you saw what happened as he got older and the movement slowed and the cardio got worse. What happened? He started to get hit on the outside. And then, of course, then your durability starts to go as you get older. And you saw, look at his losses, knockout, knockout, knockout. So what Frankie's been able to do, I think he deserves credit for that because throughout his career, he's been undersized. And more often than not, he's found a way to overcome that and become a champion. So he's got a tough task in front of him against Max. But I do think that if we get the Frankie of old and not an old Frankie, 
that stylistically he presents trouble to max not to mention we don't know as as max 100 percent off that five round fight with dustin he took a lot of abuse we're talking about frankie taking abuse max took a lot of abuse you've got the the fights before that where he was pulled out weight issues and the slurring issues and people were worried about his health and what was going on and then he came back and he looked amazing and put all that to rest. And then he goes with this five-round war with Dustin where he takes a lot of punishment, gets a bad cut on the forehead above, I think it's his left eyebrow. And then now coming back three months later to fight Frankie Edgar, who is a different style of fight, a different style of fighter, a different fighter that brings a whole different skill set and problems than any of these other fighters that he's recently faced, I guess, unless you go back to Pettis. Pettis has, Pettis has good movement, but like I said, it's a different kind of movement. But when you're talking about Aldo and Ortega and even Dustin, they don't, they don't nowhere near bring the style that Frankie Edgar does, not to mention the wrestling. Ortega's wrestling is garbage. His takedowns are absolutely, I mean, look at that fight. He was taking an absolute ass whooping on the feet and couldn't even shoot a takedown to stay, save his life. Amazing jujitsu, but he can't get the fight to the ground. Dustin's not a wrestler. He's a good grappler. I would say he has better takedowns than Brian does, but that was a pure striking match. Obviously, Aldo's a 100% pure striker. He doesn't even shoot for takedowns. And all these guys stood right in front of Max, even Dustin. Dustin beat Max at his own game. Standing right in front of him, just trading blows. That's what they did. That's why it was such an exciting fight. Frankie, I think, can make for an exciting fight, but there's going to be differences there. He's not just going to stand right in front of Max for 25 minutes. There'll be times where he has to because, again, you got to close the distance. But he's going to try to mix it up and make Max miss. Make him use his footwork. Make him chase him. Make him defend takedowns. If he get, if he does get him down, he's going to make him get up. This is how he's going to try to work on Max's cardio. This is how he's going to try to befuddle Max. This is how he's going to try to win the title. Difficult task, but I don't think it's impossible like a lot of people are saying. Especially, like I said, coming off the five-round war with Dustin. Being cut. Taking a lot of abuse in that fight. We don't know. If Max is going to be a 100% at 45 just because he's been the king at 45, he's coming off a brutal fight. That's that's literally almost no layoff whatsoever. If you're talking about the fight happening in April and he's already ready to fight in July, that includes a training camp in there somewhere, right? So you're healing for what? A couple weeks, a month, and then a two-month, a eight-week camp? What? I mean, that's a fast turnaround. So we're going to see if that helps them, if that hurts them, if it's a non-issue, if it's an issue. But I think when you're looking at the line, you've got to lay a pretty hefty price on Max. At some books, he's up over 4-1 to one straight. Because the reason I'm talking about the straight bet with Max is a lot of people think that he's going to be able to touch Frankie so consistently that he'll eventually be able to get him out of there. Especially if Frankie's durability has... Uh, diminished to a degree where we get a Ortega style punch hit down over then there's other people of course who are saying well if Edgar is Edgar and he's durable Max isn't gonna stop him he's been stopped the one time Frankie can walk through hell he may lose the fight 
but Max is going to have to just put it on him for five rounds. He may look like a freaking scary movie Halloween creature at the end of the fight, but he'll still be standing even if he loses a five-round decision. So I think a lot of people are split there. They like Max, but they're not sure how Max is going to win. And I can see that because I really, in my opinion, it does come down to Edgar and where he's at at this stage of his career. Because if it is the typical Frankie Edgar, the durable guy that we've seen, I would expect that this fight would go five rounds. Even if you had Holloway favored to win, even if you thought he was going to win, I would favor him by decision if it's the Frankie of old. If it's an old Frankie, and he has trouble taking those shots that Max is going to deliver to him, then yeah, a stoppage is probably likely. That's why I think the Max Holloway straight line has continued to go up, even though it's open kind of high, and now it's still climbing a little bit. Like I said, 4, 410. You may see anywhere up to like 430, 450 is pushing it in my opinion come fight night, but you may see that 420, 430 mark. And I think that's wise because people that are on Max aren't quite sure how he's going to win. They think he's going to win. They're confident he's going to win, but they're not quite sure because off the Ortega fight, yeah, they would probably say Max is going to stop him. But then he come back and he dominates Cub over three rounds and looks like the old Frankie. So you're like, was that a fluke? Was that just, you know, those things happen. You just get caught in the right spot, can't recover. He's been durable throughout his career. He came back and showed that he was the old Frankie against Cub. Now, obviously, Cub is not Max, but still, you only have what you have to go off of. And so they're looking at Max as, uh, Max as a winner, but looking at the safest way to play it would probably be the straight bet. Normally, you, you, you don't want to, you're getting into a risk versus reward situation here when you're talking, you know, 4, 430, 440, 450, depending on how high Max goes. Like I said, his lowest open was 350. So it's not crazy high right now, depending on your book. The public hasn't absolutely pounded it. And I think that has a lot to do with Max losing on his last fight. And then the style of Frankie Edgar, because like we've been talking about, if Frankie is Frankie, man, I'm telling you guys, there's situations there that he can make this fight close. And that's the other thing with Frankie Edgar is a lot of his fights are so freaking close. I mean, you can make a case for either way, and a lot of times it goes his way, but sometimes it doesn't. So that's another situation in a Max fight where you're like, if it's Frankie, and he's Frankie, and Max is Max, and everything's a level playing field, and they go to war for five rounds, this could be a, a really close fight that could go either way. Uh, Frankie is on a lot of those fights, and even though people have been considering Max a killer at 45, if you actually look at his percentage of wins and percentage of stoppages, it's only 50%. Excluding submission, because I don't think he's going to submit Frankie Edgar. So if you're talking about TKOs and KOs, it's 50%. His decisions are 40%. So he does, he can go to the cards. It's not like he's just whitewashing every single person. You just remember those Aldo fights. You remember those Ortega fights. Those are highlights where those guys took a beating and Max was dominant, so that's what you remember. And little Frankie, obviously, is is the undersized guy with not a lot of punching power. 
and has to grind out, you know, five round decisions or three round decisions all the time. It's not as exciting. It's not as eye popping. It doesn't create headlines, you know, another grind out win, three round win for Frankie Edgar. But up until the Ortega fight, he was doing what he needed to do and he looked like Lil Frankie. So I'm going to give them benefit of the doubt and say he's going to be little Frankie here. And to be competitive, honestly, and have any chance to win, he's going to have to be little Frankie. If he's little Frankie, I expect an amazing fight. And I think little Frankie is going to shock a lot of people with what, how well he does. And if it's little, little, little Frankie, the Frankie of old then I think he has a legitimate shot in a five-round close fight. That's not saying he's going to get it. That's not saying it's a foregone conclusion. That's not saying he's going to dominate Max or anything like that. I'm just saying stylistically, if he's got those things we talked about, he makes for a very entertaining matchup against Max Holloway. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will suck it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.